Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corrin. I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And here we are in absolutely gorgeous Lake Placid, New York, bringing to you this week's podcast on balance. Oh, and this is a big one. This has been a big one in our lives for a long time because we've been out of balance for many years. We've been in balance. We've been out of balance. We keep going round and round and round. So sometimes, and by balance, I'm talking about uh, professionally. Sometimes we overwork ourselves. Sometimes we don't take enough time for ourselves. That creates an imbalance in our lives. And Lake Placid is a perfect example of showing you when you need possible. balance. Well, and it's possible. possible that you can wake up with an intent to take care of you and others in the same time, and they are not mutually exclusive. And it helps to have a plan. It helps to have routines and the flexibility to do it differently if the situation shifts. For example, you know, in, in our real life, home life, wake up, work out, go to work. In our travel life, it changes as to what can you do in your Airbnb, what can you do when the show schedule is different, and you can go hike the Adirondacks, which is great for mind, body, and spirit. And you can say, no, today is a day for our balance so that we can come back tomorrow and provide you with 100% focus. Yeah, if you keep giving of yourself, what are you going to have left? And that's a lesson that I think we've learned a, a few times over the years. <laughs> <laughs> when I opened my practice in 1980, I had a bumper sticker. Yes, I had a Plymouth Fury that I didn't care if I put bumper stickers on. And it said, if you wear out your body, where are you going to live? And I believe that's true for your mind, your body, and your spirit. And we will actually be creating a newsletter, so if anyone listening wants to subscribe, we're not going to ask you for anything. We're going to send you an email with a bit of inspiration because we need it and we also need to be part of a community that gives and receives. Yeah, because balance. balance. And, you know, it really comes down to about loving yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, it's kind of hard to spread love to others. Because you have to have something in order to give something. Uh, that's absolutely true. You know, there's so many ways people have said it. And uh, you can't sell what you don't own. If you don't live it, then the words are empty. And so we strive to live that which we do, which means... When I put my hands on a horse or a dog or a human in a therapeutic manner, I want to have a tank that's full to give that energetic exchange along with the you know, uh, mobility assistance and work. Whether it's with a tool or with my own hands, that energy has to come from somewhere and that attention because for any of you who've ever been worked on by someone whose attention was elsewhere, you could tell, couldn't you? I, I know you can. Yeah, absolutely you can. And, and you have to have a check and balance. You, know, you have to have a check system. You know, how do you know when you're getting out of balance? 
Because if you wait to the point where you get to burnout, guess what? You've waited way too long for that balance in your life. Because burnout is the extreme of where you are. Absolutely. And then it takes more time to recover than it does to protect yourself from getting there in the first place. So those minutes, anytime someone tells me I don't have time, my brain hears that is I'm not important enough. It's not a priority because you do always when people say, oh, this is what's most important to me. I'm like, look at your life. Is that what you're doing? Because if it's truly what's more important to you, then you're doing it. And if you're not, if you're doing things out of balance, to sit back and say, I wonder what's more important to me. Without blame and without judgment, wonderment. I wonder why it's more important for me to watch YouTube videos at 3 a.m. than get sleep. What is it that I'm satisfying And how can I create a balance that's different, that's more healthful for the all day? Which is why, actually, I was thinking about the the newsletter, and I thought, mind, body, we've always got mind, body, spirit. Well, this is going to be mind, body, community. Because Dave just said, how do you check on yourself? Well, I know for me, Sometimes it's because someone else points it out to me because they care enough to go, hey, you're tipping the scales in an unhealthy way. Yeah. If you ever have, and I think Wendy and I both had this happen where we have our hands on somebody and they go, wait a minute, I don't think you're focused enough yet. I mean, that person's just being totally honest with us. And you know what? It's an eye opener. It's like, wow, if that's that visible you really need to take stock on what's going on in your life and figure out how to create better balance. Yeah, it was my children used to bring that to my attention. I, I've worked on it a lot, I think, um, um, better than I used to be. But when they would say to me, if you've got your hands on me, don't talk to someone else. Don't be there with someone else. And I'm like, you know what? That's relationship. That's community. That's caring enough so that you have to be able to interpret those words from someone else as a critique, not a criticism. Okay? Hear the difference. If you are going to give me a critique, to me, my interpretation is you are offering me another way of looking at it so that I can improve. If you offer me a criticism, it's a higher to lower level communication designed to make me feel unhappy with myself. My interpretation, not not reality, I choose to invite people to critique me all day long and say, hey, what if you did it this way? And balancing mind, body, and community means enough alone time enough out time, enough time to nurture your mind, enough time to nurture your body so that you have availability for a community that has give and take. Yeah. And this goes on in so many aspects of your life, goes on in your nutrition. Are you balanced in your nutrition? Yes. (laughs) I take the hint. Uh, and, And this happens to all of us where we get out of out of sync, although we're getting too many 
We're getting too many treats. We're getting too many sweets. We're getting too many carbs. We're getting too much of something. So it's a matter of creating that, getting that balance back. And, and you know what? It's okay if you're going to go off track once in a while. But as long as you can recognize it and realize where you're at and, and, and plan a time where you bring that back and start all over again. This isn't about, oh, this is life and you have to be perfect. This is about yeah. being able to recognize when you're not and taking the time to fix it. Well, it's choice. And if I, you know, there's so many analogies. I'm, I'm sort of metaphor and analogies are us is my, uh, you know, subtitle. Because if you're standing on a wobble board, it's not about standing still. It's about micro-corrections, micro-corrections, always keeping the balance so that you stay upright. And it's not about huge shifts left or right, because then you fall on your head. And, um, and sometimes you need to. Uh, or it's useful to. But most often, it's best to notice how do you need to shift your mind, your body, and your community in order to have a more sustainable lifestyle. You know, There's so many of us who's like, well, if I just do this for X amount of years, then I'll be happy. Well, there's a book that I read quite a long time ago called In the Meantime, and it brought to my attention that we're always in the meantime. That's level. where we are yeah. at some level. So might as well do the meantime really well. Yeah. And, and it's about knowing what you want, setting up your boundaries, which is a huge step, especially when you're first in practice. I think setting up boundaries is, is something that you a lot of people don't do. They're just willing to, I'm just... I'm a ball of fire and I'm willing to give everything I've got. And sometimes you forget about recharging yourself and, and then you get out of balance. When you get out of balance, things don't go start going right. Well, we, we used to call it paying your dues. We had all kinds of creative ways to justify doing things that were not healthful. And, I, you know, I had to be reminded of it. And then you get excited about something. And, you know, they burn the candle at both ends. If there were seven ends, I'd burn them all. <laughs> a part of that was useful. So, again, if it's serving your purpose, then it's a good thing for you in the moment. Notice whether or not it is actually serving your purpose. Is it getting you where you want to go? And is it doing that in a way that supports mind, body, and spirit, and that ability to join with others. You know, there are those of us who are more introverted. There are those of us who are more extroverted. And there are those of us who have circumstantial introversion, extroversion. You know, who are you in this moment can be very different than who you are in another moment. No. We've seen that many, many times. Even myself, sometimes I'm a lot more introverted when I'm by myself uh, or around a, just a few people. And some other times I can be hugely extroverted and be on stage and be talking to a thousand people. So, uh, you know, and that's a, a, to me, that's a balance in my life. 
And sometimes I shut down and I'm quiet and other times I'm on stage and I'm on and, you know, and not even so much on stage on stage, but I consider myself on stage when I'm with a person and, and I'm communicating with them and I'm talking about the importance of their health. To me, that's I'm being on. I'm on. You know, that's my on time. And it takes a different amount of focus. It takes a different uh, coming from a different place in my head because Sometimes I hear Wendy talking in my head and I go, oh, I got to keep up with her. <laughs> yeah, I've been told that I've, I have um, taken on the Jiminy Cricket voice of conscience for a number of people. I like, you know, I slump and then all of a sudden I hear, retract your shoulders. And I, um, I'm okay with that. I, I will assume that role. And I find for myself, if I'm uncomfortable then I withdraw and learning you know that it's absolutely fine to be quiet and to turn within and to find yourself the best company when you're in a crowd you know it do you that's what we're saying it's in order to be balanced you have to begin to know what feels right what looks right what sounds right where is your center and how do you judge whether you're content in the moment yeah yeah you sit down and you can do it analytically figure out your ratios what's the percentage of work against the percentage of play what's you know, figure out where you are and find out where that balance is for you because everyone's going to be different with that. And every day is going to be different with that. You can't be balanced in everything in every day. You're going to, you know, you've got to go to work. You've got 10 hours of work to get ahead of you. You know, you got to put your nose to that grindstone. It doesn't mean you're going to play for 10 hours because when you're going to sleep, that leaves four hours for sleep. So balance, creating that balance. And what, what in your life do you need to shift around that doesn't really play any part of your uh, psyche? It doesn't really help benefit you in any way, and it doesn't benefit anybody else in any way. Tetris at 3 a.m. Tetris at 3 a.m. Tetris at 3 a.m. Now, how does that benefit be, anything? Right? And if it does, then do it. But, you know, watching horror movies from the uh, 40s or whatever may not. It may be a distraction and there might be a healthier one. So we invite you to explore with us how to create a world, a you world, that you enjoy. I know I um, have been accused of working a lot. Well, I love what I do. So it nurtures both parts of me. And as long as there's exchange, if I work on a phone, that is nurturing my every aspect of me. So I don't quite feel the drain that I do in working on a chihuahua that's trying to kill me. You know, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> or a stallion trying to bite you. And <laughs> yeah, one, one requires a yeah. different level of, of energetic focus that then needs to be replenished. So when you are in what you call difficult situations, do you have breathing techniques to, to draw on? Do you take an exercise minute to bring you back to balance? 
have techniques that bring you back to balance. And we will be bringing you more of these at your request and at our pleasure. So thank you for joining us from beautiful Lake Placid where we are absolutely working to balance mind, body, and creating community. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline Podcast.